Welcome to the He Said, She Said podcast. Hi, my name is EJ Kerwin. And I'm Tara Kerwin. And we're doing another podcast. We're excited to uh, to be back doing this again. So our, our topic today is, the title is Tune In, Tune Out. How we get disconnected. Yeah, our, our goal today is to help you identify, you know, sometimes we just get disconnected from our partner, you know, and figure out why it happens, how it happens, and, and hopefully give you guys some help in, uh, in, in getting mm-hmm. back together. Or... In reconnecting, right? Um, and just to normalize it, we all go through periods of disconnection in the relationship. We just don't want to have sustained periods because that's when we really stop bringing intention into our relationship. Yeah. And start to feel many things. Yeah, I mean, I think mm. I think it's it's one of the big reasons that we have people come to see us in in couples counseling, is that you know they've been disconnected for so long that it's creating big problems for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they feel like they're just not supposed to be together anymore. That something's really wrong, and so I think what we first want to start out with is identifying what disconnection is. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it, and, and what does it look like? Well, what does disconnection look like? I mean, when, when you're in your relationship, you know, I think one of the, one of the big things is just, you know, having a hard time talking about stuff. Less communication, less quality time together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's a, a, a big thing that we, that we hear couples talk about is they talk about like, you know, we're, we're just not, we're not together. You know, we're not, we're not doing things together. We're, even when we are together, you know, he's on his phone, I'm on my phone, or I'm in one bedroom, he's in another bedroom. I mean, a a big symptom. More critiquing of each other, kind of nagging, or there's something wrong with you, more irritability. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that disconnection can look like. But again, for most of the couples that we see, it is. Yeah, they just don't communicate about their relationship anymore. They might have good teamwork throughout the day, getting things done, getting chores done, getting grocery shopping done, getting kids to uh, extracurricular activities or school, but really they're not being intentional about talking about their relationship. Yeah, I think that's a. I think you just nailed something right there. Is that is that a, a lot of couples will come in and they'll say like. You know, gosh, like we're our kids are great, and we have a you know we manage our household pretty well, and, and finances are good. We and don't have too many blowups. Yeah, they, yeah, they 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 have managed to be great like partners. You mm-hmm. know, they manage to be great uh, parents, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like you said, just talking about their relationship, yeah. when it talk when it comes to just feeling sort of a heart level connection, right. It's just it's just not happening, and and so let's talk about that. What, when you're not feeling that heart level connection right. with your partner, Tara, what what happens then? I would say you feel separate, yeah. you feel lonely, feel isolated, maybe a little confused or disappointed yeah. that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also the time where we start really sort of like nipping at each other right where there's a lot where where you know people start being a little more sarcastic with each other Mm -hmm. you know kind of passive aggressively 
expressing mm. their yeah. their discontent with what's going on. Some more blaming, like it's all your fault. Yeah. This is why this is happening. A another big thing is maybe getting emotional and or physical needs met outside of your primary relationship. Yeah, I think that's when it gets chronic for sure. Is is you know. Right. Instead of wanting to call your spouse, you want to call your best friend because this thing happened. You know, instead of talking to your spouse about the stress of your day, you talk about it with your children. Yeah. 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 And also, there is like a significant decrease in sexual desire for the other person. You know, sex drive's gone down, intimacy has gone down. Yeah. And, and oftentimes, in that in that regard, one you know, and I, I think in, in, in all regards, like one person tends to be a little more sensitive to it than the other person. Yes, yes. There are so many times where we have couples come in like, I thought everything was just fine. Yeah. And yeah. the other person's like, how could you think that? Like, we haven't, we haven't been on a date in three months, you know? Yeah. It's that idea that, yeah, we've been really good roommates, but we've definitely been neglecting our relationship. Yeah. And I think, like, kind of jumping back for a second, you know, that, that sometimes one of the symptoms is that, that, that snippiness or being a little more sarcastic with each other. You know, I think that's oftentimes when it's not quite chronic yet right you know where where there's uh where it just doesn't feel right and you might not even totally notice it you know it might be almost like an, an unconscious type of thing and yeah, that's why you're, yeah. you're just not being as kind to each other you're not being as, as warm thoughtful yeah, yeah yeah um i mean i think maybe we can kind of move into what are some of the causes of disconnection yeah 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 sure do you think that's yeah i mean obviously one of the biggest things is we have busy lives um, life is busy, life is stressful, and when we're kind of going, 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 it's really hard to make an effort, an intentional effort, to set some quality aside, aside time aside for your partner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, gosh, there's like, there, there's so many reasons, right, to get disconnected. Um, some of them within relationships, some of them outside of the relationship. And I think you're sort of saying like, you know, that sometimes life just gets, life just gets so busy. It gets really busy. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I think, you know, this is a, a, a theme I think we hit on a lot in our, in our work with couples is that your relationship is sort of the thing you just assume mm -hmm. is going to be there and it's yeah. going to be it's fine. always going to be enough It'll yeah be okay. yeah because you know we've made this commitment to each other and you know and we're we, we got these kids together mm -hmm. and our yeah. bank accounts are linked together yeah. that like i don't have to worry the assumption is we will be okay and everything else is more important yeah yeah so just to clarify i'm a big yeah. cause is just not you know prioritizing Exactly. You know, is not yeah. making it a uh, making an effort to to stay connected. I would say another, you know, when there's significant changes, whether it's a new child, whether it's a new job, if you're moving, if there's been a death in the family, you know, if you don't have the communication um, skills set up to deal with that. You know, it can be really difficult for couples to navigate that in a healthy way. Yeah, definitely a, a, a significant amount of our couples who, who come in to see us, they're there because they became disconnected in a time of great change. Mm -hmm. like, like you said, like, 
you know, obviously uh, having children. Yeah. You know, having children is a time where where people just just pull apart and they have to give so much of their energy, especially in that the first couple of years. Yeah, those first <laughs> couple of years where your your life gets flipped upside down, and you have this other like being yeah. literally for you the first year, you're just like yeah. keeping that keep them alive and fed and changed. Which is here's the thing though, which is okay, right? It's like okay, we have we are we are new parents. But the understanding that, okay, for the next probably couple years, like we are not going to have that much quality time together. We are going to be really busy. We're going to be really overwhelmed. But just talking about it so there's that awareness, like it's okay right now that our relationship is not a priority, but hey, we're still talking about it and we're still thinking about it and we're still, you know, talking about how it feels, you know, that, wow, we've just lost so much quality time that we used to have with our new family, which is a blessing too, so... And I, I just don't think that we have any guidance, you know, it's, when we, we get into not. a relationship of, of how important it is to talk about things like that, you know, before they happen. And so, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's so, you know, other big life changes that come along or, you know, like we said, when you have children, you know, uh, a big changes in, in, you know, your professional life of, of yeah. getting a new job or starting a business or increases and de- decreases in income. Mm-hmm. You know, those again are things yeah. where, you know, we just sort of go into triage mode, right. you know. And, just... and another big one t- too is when children leave the home. So empty nest syndrome. Absolutely. Couples are like, what do we do now? Our focus has been completely our children and their life. And yeah, and it feels weird now to have all this time with my partner and we don't even know each other anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, really like, you know, bottom line is what disconnects us is when we forget to prioritize this. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's really important. Yeah. It's really important. Yes. So, so, so let's let's just like before we kind of shift again, let's do yeah. like a quick recap. Is that is that? Yeah, cool? that's great. All right. So, so again, the topic is you know why do we get disconnected? You know, we we and and we started with what does it look like? You know, what does it look like? It looks like you're mm-hmm. not you're not talking as much to each other. Uh, you're just feeling separate. That's quality. You're being time a little together. bit irritable. Yeah, you're seeking. You know some of the needs you might get in within your relationship mm-hmm. with you know outside, and that doesn't necessarily or just even mean with affairs. kids. That even could with be your kids, yeah, yeah, with your kids or social yeah. media or people or at work, friends. colleagues, yeah. yeah. And then we talked about what separates us, what what brings us apart, right? Yep. And that, and, the, and the feelings of disconnection, sadness, loneliness, disappointment, confusion, isolation, depression. Uh, there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and so what disconnects us? Stress, being busy, big transitions, big transitions, even um, family nuclear and uh, yeah, and, that's important. Uh, in-laws, we, we didn't talk about that, but yeah. yeah, like like sometimes we have our nuclear family of our our partner, and then if we have if we have children or not, and that's one base unit, but then there's like yeah. this quick step outwards of you know of your in-laws and your parents. And mm-hmm. that, you know, and boundaries, yeah, manage, and, managing yeah. those two together also can kind of can kind of pull you apart. So um, one big thing we again, and this is we could talk for hours and unfortunately, our podcast time is limited. But another big transition is blended families. And we'll probably, you know, have a whole podcast for blended families. Yeah. But it is a very difficult 
transition to navigate. Yeah. So, yeah. so solutions, that. right? Let's get to that. So what do we do to reconnect? Right? What do we do, Tara? What do we do to disconnect? <laughs> I mean, I think the first thing we do is we have to find a way to tell our partner how we are feeling without blaming, you know, and in a way our partner can hear like, listen, I'm feeling really sad because we haven't gone out on a date in like a few months and I, you know, and I'm feeling a little lonely and, you know, how can, and you know, you're just, you're, you're trying to set up a, a communication um, dynamic that feels really what's the word i want to use like safe and well safe but more like yeah we're in this together like yeah. how can we reconnect because we've just been disconnected for like the last two years however long it's yeah. been i mean i think that this is like you know if there's a a string that's going to tie all of our work uh together with couples and right. in our podcast it's like ultimately there's always we got to communicate we got to figure out a way to talk about it mm -hmm. and um and I think this is, yeah, this is one of the hardest parts. And once you notice that there's disconnection, whether it's one of you or right. both of you, how do you let the other person know in a way in which they can hear it? And so I think this is a great opportunity to What not of, to do? Yeah, to give them like, like what not, what to do, what not to do. Okay. So you want to do the what not to do or you want... Uh, I could do what not to do, yeah, because okay. I've made many mistakes in our relationships. As, and have, like, as, as have I. Yeah. You know, you haven't kissed me in like over a week. Yeah. yeah. You know? And and I just feel really unimportant because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's oftentimes gonna be hard to hear. Why? It's gonna be hard to hear because <laughs> because then it feels like, oh, I'm screwing up. Like it's your I'm fault, like, right? like it's my fault. And if that and if my first reaction is like sort of a fingers being pointed at me, I think right. that's like sort of a metaphor we use with with uh, couples is like if it, if you're communicating something and it feels like you could be pointing your finger yeah. at your partner as you say it then then that's that's mm -hmm. probably the wrong energy yeah. and so you know yes if if Tara comes at me that what I haven't done or I'm doing it wrong mm -hmm. my defenses go up I'm already thinking about how to defend myself exactly. instead of keeping this is a wonderful metaphor that Tara uses all the time like instead of keeping my heart open and listening to her, so, yeah. so maybe now you could give the, uh, you know, the the the, the positive way a to positive go. way to do yeah. it. Okay, um, you know, I I used to love when we would kiss more and have more physical affection, and lately I know we've both been really busy. It just feels like we don't have enough of that, and I would love if we could talk about how to have more physical affection with each other daily, even yeah. on really busy days. We, you know, I heard you use the word we, we a lot. Yes, it's it, important. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it, it recognizes the fact that the, the dynamic is is a product of yeah. of both of us. And I mean, I think if you're if you're kind of starting this conversation when you're triggered, it's just it's not going to go anywhere good. So we always encourage you know couples to talk about it when. They're feeling neutral, you know, and, and to really be like, what do I really want to express to my partner? You know, because it's, it's really about reconnecting. And you set the tone that you're in it together, that it's not anybody's fault, that, you know, you don't mean to, for it to look like blame. If that's how it's coming off, that's not your intention. And, and, and so I, I think, you know, 
the first thing you want to do if you're feeling disconnected from your partner is you want to find a way to let them know, you know, in a gentle way, right. in a kind way, yeah. in a way that's not blaming. Mm-hmm. And, and then hopefully what you're doing in that, you know, in, in taking that that um, strategy right. is you're is you're saying, hey, let's work on this together. Exactly. You know, you're you're, yeah. you're sort of trying to get the buy-in that like, hey, we want to reconnect. Exactly. Yeah. And if you can. If you guys can agree upon that, mm-hmm. you know, hey Tara, I really, you know, I just, I just miss feeling connected to you, right. and I, I, I miss, you know, our our playful, you know, ways we are with each other and the way we laugh, and yeah. and I really want to feel that with you because I know it's it's amazing, and I know you're amazing. Yeah. And if if uh, if Tara says yeah, so yeah, let's so do we, it. We, then you're yeah. in it together. We're in it together. And that's huge. And then I think the next step is identifying the obstacles that keep you disconnected that are going to be continued obstacles. Um, I know for us, you know, we have four kids. They go to three different schools. We also like to work out in the morning. Um, And then we have our own business and we see couples pretty late into the evening. And so what we do is we've identified that like, wow, we are just really busy. That is an obstacle. Like we are busy from 6 a.m. until about 10 o'clock p.m. with really not even an hour for each other. And so what we did is we, we wake up 15 minutes before we normally would, which is at around 4.45 a.m. Most days, not every day. We're not perfect. Perfect is boring. Um, and we have a cup of coffee together and we talk about each other and our intentions for the day, whatever it is. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Again, it's 15 minutes. And we've noticed like on days where we do that, they just feel way more smooth. And when we've had like two or three days because we wanted to sleep in or we were, we start to lose that connection. I mean, it is a daily practice. Yeah. To stay connected to yeah. your partner amidst a very busy life. Yeah. So that's one strategy. You identify the obstacle and then you create, you know, a goal to kind of. Yeah. And get I, I, it. I think overall, what you're talking about there is you're saying like we set the intention. Our intention is we wanna we wanna stay connected, or yeah. we wanna reconnect, right? So your partner and you. You've, you've bought in, you're saying, hey, we're setting that intention. And then, and then Tara's solution there for us of like, hey, we get up every morning and we right. have a period where we check in is, is action. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not sure where we pick this up. So I don't know if we, we probably can't take credit for this one. But, you know, intention plus action equals, result. equals results. Yeah, where is that from? I don't know. Okay. But, it, but it's a great one because, because I think you know, it's Hal Elrod from... Uh, yeah, from a miracle morning, but yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, so we, you know, so we can we can have all the intentions in the world, right. but if we're not taking action on it, what good what good does it do? Yeah. And and one thing too to really clarify is you want to have very realistic expectations. Like EJ and I know, um, having date night once a week is absolutely not doable because we are so busy because we have a very busy practice. We want to spend as much time with our kids on the weekends as possible, but we know that like once a month is doable. So you really want to make sure that you guys are setting up realistic expectations, you know, and, and really clarify what it is that you're missing. Are you missing quality time? Are you missing communication around feelings? Are you, you know, what is it that you're missing in the relationship? Yeah. You know, cause for everyone it's going to be different. 
I think, and I think what you're speaking to there as well is, is, you know, that disconnection. What is the connection that you do want? And and this is very specific yeah. because it, it it might be about physical affection. You know, it might be that one person wants wants a hug. You know, um, you know, it might be about like being there. It could be you know disconnected in finances. You know, it could be one person being like, look, I feel like I'm all alone when it comes to yeah. the money. So being like really specific about, so you can set a, a good intention yeah. about what is the connection that we really are trying to cultivate together. Yeah. And then what, again, are the actions that we can take to, to you know, yeah. to bring that to fruition. And to just kind of sum that all up, right? In a collaborative manner, you are together creating a structure to support connection in your relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's great. I feel, I feel like we, we covered a lot of ground there. We did. Again, we could talk about this for hours, but yeah. <laughs> we only have like 20 minutes. So. Yeah. Um, well, we are going to kind of move into yeah, the questions, questions. portion yeah. of, our, uh, of our podcast. We get um, it from our social media pages. Yeah, so I think I'll go first. Is that all right to you? Yeah, that's perfect. All right, so I'm going to take a <clears> question um, from our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is He Said, She Said Counseling. Um, so if you haven't uh, liked us, that'd be great. Go to our Facebook page. Like our he Facebook said, page. she said, counseling. Yeah, like us. Good and, stuff on there. Yeah, and you can uh, you can <clears> message <throat> us there, or you can add something to a post and ask us any questions or even topics that you'd like us to cover yeah. um, during our podcast. All right, so here we go. All right, the question from Facebook is: Oh, this we were just talking about this sort of. How many date nights should you have <laughs> a month? I mean, again, I think <clears throat> I think it's different for everybody, but I think if you have some realistic expectations set between you and your partner, you know, what's going to feel good, you guys will agree upon. I, I think at the minimum, once a month. I mean, once a month, you know, it's it's so tailored, right? Because once a month for us would be amazing, right? If we were hitting yeah. one we don't date really night hit a month, once a month, I know, I know. Ideally, in a perfect we world, we totally would. We would be stoked if we had one, one date a month, you know? But if you're single... We have our morning dates, honey. They're like 15 Yeah, yeah. Minutes. But if, if you, you know, if you don't have kids yet and you're a little, you know, your social life is a little more booming, one night mm-hmm. a month, one night a month might be, you know, yeah. not enough at all. Yeah. This is where, you know, that through line of communication is so important, you know? Yeah. And it is important, though, because, you know, I'll speak from us a little bit, is I am definitely a little bit more of a homebody yes. than T. Like, yes. like when it comes true. to the weekend, I could be fine putzing around the house and, you know, just kind yeah. of being there. And you definitely would Well, one thing I noticed, more. too, is, like, I, you know, kind of transitioned to more of your homebody-ishness. <laughs> Um, but that it is important for me to like go on hikes or just be out and, yeah. you know, go, go take a day friends. trip or something. So we, again, it's just something that you, you have to talk about with your partner yeah. and, and, and you don't wait too long because yeah. then resentment starts to build up and you're just like, we never do anything. Yeah. So and talk to your partner about it, yeah. find out what they think yeah. and run it through the sort of filter of what's going on in your life right now. Yeah. Is you it know? realistic? Yeah. Are we, yeah. And find that compromise. Set the intention of what you're going to do and move forward with it. Yeah. All right. You want to do All right. uh, Instagram. another question? All right. Good All right. Instagram. So this is in our Instagram at he said, she said couples. Let me see. 
Again, please add any comments, any questions. You can email us as well. Yeah, you can email us at he said, she said counseling at gmail.com. All right, here is the Instagram question. Do you guys watch TV? And if so, <laughs> what shows are you currently watching? Do we watch TV? Yes. yes. We do watch TV. It's is... kind of like our numb out after a really long day of um, couples work. Yeah. But it's definitely like our like connect time too because it's all about making yeah. sure that we it's something we both like like tara loves like some of these like this is us it's my favorite yeah no i'm but i'm saying like there's things oh. that you like oh you mean on tv yeah like you like true life uh, killing oh and stuff murder like documentary, murder Heck documentary. Yeah. and like i can't have a bad and i would watch like you know the walking dead and there's terrible. no way tara's gonna watch that so <laughs> our the stuff we watch together is our is a lot of our connecting time. It, it is our yeah. connecting time. So yeah, we like This Is Us. This Is Us. That's what we're watching right now, and we're watching Mad Men, which is awesome. Yeah. Why do you like This Is Us? Um, I like Jack you a lot. Jack. I think he's like a super <laughs> cool husband who's very like non-reactive yeah. to his his yeah. wife's emotional. I feel like state. I live in Jack's shadow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that they have very like real family yeah. stories, emotions difficulty you yeah. know like we all have it we're all imperfect we there's a all lot of suffer. love in that show there's, there's like a... it's how to get through suffering you know together because yeah. we all suffer you know yeah. and, and how can we be our best selves in like moments of just you know complete crises or even just you know when daily life kind of grinds us down and Tara like, had to pause when Jack died like like it was um, like 20 times during that show. It was awful. Was I like, actually <laughs> couldn't watch it for almost a week. I said, I'm not ready to watch it because I know what happens on this episode. And I prepared myself thinking yeah. I wasn't going to have a meltdown. Yeah. I still did. Yeah. And then we're currently watching Mad Men too. It's light. It's crazy back in yeah. the 60s. <laughs> so many things operated. Yeah. Donald Draper's cool. He's though he too. He's like, he's like, a, like a, a flawed protagonist you know he's like you like yeah. him but but he's definitely got some some bad qualities he's up against he's human yeah. I kind of like that about him yeah. yeah 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 so yeah we do watch TV you yeah. know usually at night after the kids are in bed and... absolutely and on yeah. our date on Friday nights is often cheese and popcorn and uh, a movie together. it is it is it's like the best night ever. yeah absolutely <laughs> it's really we're easily amused these days well cool right. yeah well, yeah. Um, again, please reach out on social media, you yeah, know, Facebook, Instagram, podcasts you'd like to hear, questions you'd like answered. We'll do our best. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Any questions you have. Um, or feedback. Or feedback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and please um, listen to our podcast on iTunes or iTunes. Spotify or mm -hmm. your favorite um, podcast yeah. uh, platform. Yeah. 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 This is exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, my name's EJ. And I'm Tara. And we were Over he and said, Out. She said, he said, bye -bye. she said podcast. <laughs>
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.